what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Foot Candle Films. Film news and reviews from two guys who really like movies. This episode is brought to you by the Foot Candle Film Society. For a schedule of upcoming screenings and membership information, visit the Society's website at www.footcandle.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Foot Candle Spotlight. This is our special little in-between the main Foot Candle film shows we do every month, where if we have a film that one of us has seen and want to give a quick review of, this is our opportunity to do it, instead of waiting for the whole next big show to come out next month and making that a three, four-hour fiasco. We'd rather carve it up into little pieces and give you a little a little nugget review to, to kind of tide you over. <laughs> kind of treat it as the the appetizer before the main course later in the month. So today we're going to talk about the film. Gosh, I don't Les Mis. How, how grandiose do I say this? Les Miserables, Les Mis. (laughs) It's Les Mis. And we're going to talk about Les Mis. Here you go. I dreamed a dream in time gone by. And hope was high, life worth living. I dreamed that love would never die I dreamed that God would be forgiving But the tigers come at night So, Les Mis, I'm just going to call that because that's what everybody in the theater scene okay. calls it. What? For the rest of this, I think you should actually talk in a French accent. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to do that. Oh, right play. I can't do that. Okay. Uh, so this film, Chris, all right, I'll just go ahead and lay it out there. Sure. I am not adverse to musicals. Actually, I can honestly say The Sound of Music, love it. Okay. I like musicals. Grease, I'm, I'm, I like the music in Grease. I like the musical format. I have no problem with that. I've never seen this in performance i've never seen the theatrical performance of this i've seen the trailers of this i really have no interest am i wrong can you convince me to go see this or am i right to say you know what i think i'm just gonna let this one slide i you know you i don't i can't convince you to see it you were right in thinking you should let it slide okay even if you're a fan of musicals yeah and um i was disappointed i have seen the stage musical you have seen the stage performance okay so you had a little bit of a standard to apply it against i did but (laughs) You know, an argument should be you should be able to set that aside and a movie should be a good movie regardless of, yeah. you know, but so, you know, like something I've come to learn, though, this year and I've known it in the past, but it's really been evident this year because there are two instances. I'll refer back to Life of Pi. Wonderful book, not good movie. Yeah. Um, and sometimes things just as much as you want to do it, I feel like they just don't translate well to film, whether it's script, director, whatever. This is something else. Wonderful play wonderful musical and they tried to translate the film and it just doesn't work Hmm. can it work in other instances like you said sweeney todd moulin rouge Mm -hmm. chicago liked all of those but something about this just doesn't work and i have to say i think it's kind of the performances two of the leads hugh jackman yeah and russell crowe especially russell crowe it feels like he's dialing it in really yeah and hugh jackman he just he tries a little harder than Russell Crowe, but somewhere lost between the makeup because they make him age and they do, it just it just doesn't work. And something about this movie too, which I'm going to come down on the director for, he would uh, Tom Hooper. He did King's Speech. Yes, 
And I thought that was fine. But in this, I just don't think he's meant to direct a musical because showing me close-ups of somebody's mouth while they're singing, not attractive. No one wants to see that. I don't want to see uh, Anne Hathaway's teeth close up. I mean, she does have nice teeth though. Well, but you know, if they put makeup on and make oh, her look like okay. she's pouring gotcha. stuff, sure. but like a lot of times, like that's just not interesting. Actors mm. faces are interesting, but not an extreme close up, and not while they're singing. Mm. Um, it just, it's not flattering to anyone. It's like showing people eating. That's not flattering. Um, so that kind of took it out of me. Granted, it is a musical, so you have to show people singing, but it's how they chose to frame it. Hmm. That's and interesting. I, just, I thought it. I thought it lacked. So weak points were definitely Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe, and you know they're a big part of the movie. So if you don't like them, it's going to kind of suffer. I will say though, Anne Hathaway was a bright spot. She is. Okay, I've I'm, heard good things about her performance. She, she is good. Not flattering when they show her close up mouth singing, yeah. but hey, but she is good. Sasha Baron Cohen and Helen and Bottom Carter. They play the Tenardier couple, who's mm-hmm. kind of like comedic relief. They are awesome. Okay, um, good. But you're know, not surprised because uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was also in uh, Sweeney Todd, and he did wonderful in that as well. Yeah. So you know, but still, he's good with those kind of characters where he yes. can just chew the scenery and just. You uh, think the yeah. role was written for yeah, him? Yeah, it's right. not, but you would think it had been. Sure. And then somebody who I'm not aware of, but I was really impressed with her was uh, Samantha Barks, kind of an okay. unfortunate last name. But um, she plays Eponine, mm-hmm. and she is a character that you're supposed to care about. But I ended up caring about her more than I think I should have. Okay, All right. <laughs> She has kind of a counterpoint who's Cosette, who they start the movie, one is rich, one is poor, and then they kind of flip-flop mm-hmm. where they have reversal of fortunes, um, in, a, in a sense. And Cosette, who was played by Amanda Seyfried. Seaf- Seyfried, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She did nothing for me as well. And I thought she kind of failed all over the place. Hmm. So you got three people that you're really supposed to grab hold of and pay attention to. And all three of those, I just didn't, didn't care that wow. much for. What about something I've always, I've wondered when I see the previews for this is kind of the spectacle of it all. I mean, it's a historical piece. It seems to have a lot of big set pieces. I saw some scenes with, you know, a lot of people up on a stone wall and all this. Right. I mean, visually did the film work at all? I mean, you've t- you kind of hit on the performances and the way that was shot, well, you but know, okay. I'll say that, you know, costume wise and everything. Great. But it was a spectacle in the sense that Lincoln was a spectacle. Right. Okay. Lincoln's not a musical. Yeah. So Lincoln was, but it was a spectacle in that you had these grand battle scenes and you, it gave you a sense of history. Les Mis, yes, gave me a sense of history, but wasn't satisfying cinematically because it didn't take advantage of being a musical and hmm. didn't make it dynamic and right. moving. And it was very stagnant. And it honestly made the running time scene painfully long. It was two hours and 37 minutes. And it felt all of it. Wow. And, you know, it's not because of the story, because, you know, having seen the play, I knew the story, but it just, it just kind of just laid there up on screen for me. So, hmm. and I, you know, I have well, to fault, I guess the direction, the reviews, so. I did kind of check in to see how it's faring in general. And the reviews are fairly split on this. I mean, hmm. you know, with some people saying it's pretty good, some people saying it's not so great. I don't really hear many champions of it. And I don't really hear many people saying they hated it. It was just more of a matter of it just didn't really work. I think it's a good summary. I for think a lot it of just doesn't really yeah. work. And I have to come down to just the cinematography and the staging and the direction of it because Interesting. the acting is what it is. And the songs are fine. I will say one of the things I think if you haven't seen the play at all, then you could probably go see this and, and like it a lot more than if you... I feel like if you really love the play, I kind of feel like you'll be disappointed. Well, that was going to be my last question. It's knowing that you have seen the play. Right. 
Do you think that jaded you in any way towards this? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. you're thinking someone like me who have never seen the play, maybe I might go in and have a little more of a fresh approach to it, maybe enjoy it a little bit more than you did? I think so. And I, I think it's possible. Okay. I still think though, Alan, I think you'll be bored. Well, <laughs> I think you, you saw the bored watching you the trailers. Kinda, so. you, right. You kind of got a flavor from the trailers and you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to skip that, even though I've had, I think you did yourself a service. Okay. I'll say too, the other thing that hated, I hated about this was I'm pretty sure because of Oscars, they threw in a song called Suddenly. And the reason they made up a new song for this movie was so that it would then be nominated for an Oscar. And guess what it was? It was like a screeching record needle across a record when it came really? on to me. I felt like it didn't fit in and it was just shoehorned in there so that they could get a song nominated for an Oscar yeah. and get attention. That really irritated. Granted, it's because I'd seen the play that I'm pretty sure this song called Suddenly, because I think the way the rules work in Oscars is if it's a song that's written for the movie, it can be nominated. If it was already in the existence yeah it can't be not i think you're probably right with that so. it seems like anytime they take a create a musical out of a well-beloved they take a musical from a stage convert it to a movie it almost always seems like they'd have to add in an original song or they feel the need to do that and uh you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so some nerd nerd trivia yeah. i'm gonna throw at you okay and i think the reason this is totally going off the rails as far as uh like this but i'm just gonna throw it in mm-hmm. there I think the reason that Oscar rule, the first time I ever became aware of it, was because for Moulin Rouge, which is a musical that I yeah. love, there was a song in there that to me I thought was original. But on technicality, it was actually Baz Luhrmann had had it written for Romeo and Juliet with the Leonardo DiCaprio mm. thing, and yeah. it wasn't used. Oh, wow. But then they used it in Moulin Rouge, and it was amazing, but they couldn't be nominated for an Oscar because technically. Which song was that? See, now, if I was a true I nerd, you. I'd be able to spout it. Because I love Moulin Rouge. Oh, so, I do too. Yeah, and yeah. I can't remember. But if you think of Come What May, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's yes. like an amazing song. And like, I remember the Oscar. I'm like, um, where is this song? Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's a rule that if it is written prior, it can't has to be written specifically for the movie. Gotcha. So that's just my little soapbox. But. So Chris is not actively recommending no. Les Mis no. as a film going experience, but it does sound like there's a bright spot possibly if you're not already, uh, not already a fan or have not seen the stage performance, you might be able to go in with a little more, uh, acceptance of it. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. But you still sound like it's a pretty arduous process to watch the film. <sighs> I mean, if you, you know, two and a half hours, you feel like you need to get your money's worth out yeah. of your $10. I All mean, right. Well, that's our review. Keep in mind, that's just from, from Chris. You know, yeah, I have not me. seen the film. So one person's <laughs> review there. I <laughs> uh, you know we always like to try to come back at some point if we catch up on each other's reviews and see if we want to argue with them or not. So I will definitely let you know if I end up seeing it soon. I'll definitely come on the, the mic here and let you know what I think. All right. Well, that's been our Foot Candle Spotlight. Your little quick hit a foot candle throughout the month we appreciate you listening if you have any questions for us just visit us on the website at themesh.tv drop us a note and uh, let us know feedback thoughts questions or anything else until next time we will see you at the movies take care and you that's french for goodbye (laughs) you are so good Special thanks to Carpal Tuller for the show theme music. For more about Carpal Tuller, visit www.carpaltuller.com. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. 
Check us out online at TheMesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.